When was the last time you bought a new pair of shoes? Do, do, do you remember putting on those new shoes and walking around and feeling like, wow, like there's a big difference between my old shoes and these shoes, right? As a, as a runner, I've, I feel this when I go from wearing shoes that I've got hundreds of miles on and then I get some new shoes and it's like, man, why did I wait so long? It feels like I'm, I'm running on pillows, on feathers. It's like I got springs in these new shoes. You know, if you're on your feet all day, you know how important it is to have comfortable shoes that fit you correctly, right? Shoes that are the right size, not too big. If you have shoes that are, are too big, you'll probably end up uh, feeling it in your, in your arch. If you have shoes that are too small, you'll feel it in your toes, you'll get blisters and galluses. And so you gotta have the right size shoes and shoes that are sturdy, are comfortable, or else it'll make or break your day, right? You've, you've been there before, you've got the new shoes, you're like, man, that makes a big difference. Last night I had to buy these new running shoes because the old running shoes that I had, just bought them a couple months ago. They were a good pair, they were expensive. I thought they should last me at least six months. Fortunately, for whatever reason, the top part of the shoe, the top part means top part of my foot, was really kind of digging into my foot and it started creating really a, a pain point in my foot. So I was like, man, my running, my runs in the morning are not fun. Just even walking around in these shoes is very uncomfortable. So even though I'd only had about two months in them, and normally I'm gonna wear them for six months, I was like, I gotta get rid of these things and get some new shoes. And I went for my run this morning, whoo! Felt so much better. So much motivating to go out when, you, when your shoes feel comfortable and it feels like you got no new spring in your step. Nike actually has shoes that actually have springs in them. No, now marathon runners are wearing them and they're, they're, they're uh, reducing their times. It's pretty incredible. But there's a very important, there's, it's, your shoes are very important. That's my main point, right? Shoes are very important. They will make or break your day. And perhaps that's maybe what the Apostle Paul had in mind when the Holy Spirit fills him up and he's probably in a jail cell and he's maybe looking at a Roman soldier next to him and he tells Christians, he writes to Christians in the book of Ephesians to put on the armor of God, to prepare themselves for the, the days that they're gonna face, the battles that they're gonna face as they represent Jesus in this world. This is the New Living Translation of Ephesians chapter 6, starting in verse 13. Use every piece of God's armor to resist the enemy in the time of evil so that after the battle you will still be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the sturdy belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. And then he says this, for shoes, okay? What kind of shoes should you be wearing? For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. You'll be fully prepared. This verse 15, it's kind of really difficult for people to translate. Greek scholars kind of debate how do you translate it because very unique words in that passage. The NIV puts verse 15 this way, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. The, uh, the picture that I get is new shoes, right? New shoes, comfortable shoes, where you're ready to run, you're ready to run, and, and you kind of got a spring in your step. Why do you got a spring in your step? Because you've got good news, right? And, and when you hear good news, when your football team wins, when you get married, whatever, you got a little spring in your step, right? Where, and you're energized, you're ready to go. And that's what the gospel can do for us if we fit ourselves with that gospel each and every day. We put those shoes on and remind ourselves, man, 
We've got good news. We've got good news for us. We've got good news to share with other people today. That's energizing if we remind ourselves of it every day, right? If we don't remind ourselves of that good news every day, it's going to be like we're walking around in old crummy shoes. Those shoes that you know should have been left behind years ago, but we're running around. It's like, uh, right? Some of that, right? It's, it's bitterness. We're walking around in the bitterness that we don't have to live in if we really understand how much we've been forgiven and the grace we've received. But when we don't remind ourselves of the good news of Jesus and what he's done for us on the cross, we end up walking in the old ways of bitterness, resentment. We end up kind of being weighed down and, and burdened by approval, right? We, we kind of live for the approval of others because we don't remind ourselves that we've got nothing to prove and nobody to impress because, man, God loves us. And he sent his son Jesus to die for us. And so there's these old ways to live, old ways to walk, old shoes that we oftentimes put on. And man, it, it breaks our day. It breaks our, our morale. But then when we put on the new shoes on the gospel, the gospel of peace, we remind ourselves where our peace comes from, our, our peace with ourselves, our peace with God. And we say, man, I no longer have to worry and, and kind of live with this burden of what's waiting for me after death. Like death doesn't have to scare me anymore. You got a spring in your step because heaven's waiting for you. Woo, that's good news. You got to remind yourself of that. Or we've got the good news of, man, when somebody hurts us, right? When, when there's relational conflict in our lives, we don't have to worry of like, man, am I always going to live in bitterness? Is there, is there always going to be this conflict? We don't have to live that way because we can offer grace and forgiveness. Why? Because we know we have been forgiven because we have we have hurt God, we have done things that we have shouldn't shouldn't have done, and yet we've received mercy, we've received grace, we've received forgiveness, and so we get to share that with others. And there are going to be days, right, where we think life's unfair, and right, the attitude of the pre-Christian, the person with the old shoes, is going to be life isn't fair, this stinks, why? But then we look to the cross, we look to the good news, we say, man, life isn't fair. It wasn't fair that Jesus, the Son of God, the only perfect person, would take our punishment, the punishment that we deserve. And so it lightens our load. It gives us a little spring in our step when we remind ourselves whew, of the reality of the peace that we have with God, the good news. And so we got to remind ourselves, we got to preach the good news to ourselves every single day so that we can put those new shoes on and, and run with a little spring in our step, right? Just think about when you're, whew, when something good happens, when you, when you know, if you were to, to get married, you're, you know, you fall in love with somebody, it energizes you. Be energized today by the gospel, by the good news. I think it'll be contagious. Other people might think, man, something's different about you. Yeah, and we're ready. We're ready to share the gospel. We're ready to share that good news. But we first got to preach it to ourselves and remind ourselves of that good news of peace that we have. So let me just pray for us and remind us of it as we talk to God together. Heavenly Father, God, we are thankful that you would send your son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins. Thank you for the good news of peace that we have because your son Jesus came and, and reconciled us, redeemed us. He through the, through the gospel, God, we have peace with you and peace with others an opportunity, a reason to forgive those who have hurt us. And we also have a standing before you that we don't deserve, we don't earn, a love from you, Heavenly Father. Thank you for that. 
Thank you that we don't have to live for the approval of others any longer because you say that we are your beloved children, sons and daughters of a great and mighty king. We thank you for that. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.